You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 302 of the Take Him With You podcast for February 1st, 2015. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around! Somewhere there's speaking, it's already coming in. Oh, and it's rising at the back of your mind. You never could get in unless you were fitted. Now you're here and you don't know why. But under skin knees and the skid marks, past the places where you used to learn. the band Vertical Horizon. That's kind of an oxymoron, but I like the name anyway. Because Horizon is... Vertical Horizon, yeah. Horizontal. Verticals, yeah, horizontal. So, no, Horizons are horizontal and Verticals up and down. So, Vertical Horizon means your world is tilted in an odd way. Yeah, but it's good. Just a minute, I gotta get the rest of my beer here. Beer. Just a minute, right, right. Shh. Fizzy. It's Diet Seven Up. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't like the smell of beer. It smells like throw up. You say that every time. But I like Seven Diet Seven Up. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, but I like wine. I don't like most wines. But you like Diet 7-Up. But I like Diet 7-Up. Wow, the Uncola. It likes you. You it, like it. It's refreshing. You put the lime in the coconut. Okay. And drink it all up. So we're a little bit loopy because we're tired. We're not loopy. I'm not loopy. I'm, I'm a not little, feeling loopy. I'm a little tired. I still got a bunch of work to do tonight. Yeah. I got my radio show to prepare for. And you're working on a video for a friend. Yes, a wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had a crazy, crazy couple weeks. Yeah, this seems like January was really nuts. Mm-hmm. But uh, in a good way. In a good way. We've got a lot done, but unfortunately our podcast was kind of squeezed <coughs> out a little bit. Well, the very thing we wanted to do was concentrate more on the podcast, and then all of a sudden it was like... Well, it was just crazy. We just got done celebrating two of our children's birthdays, which yeah. meant two family parties. So, yeah, we, we've been out of town a few days. And, yeah. yeah, and um, on top of remodeling two, two birthdays, we were remodeling, and that always takes four times as much time as you think it's going to take. It does. Um, and really, it actually took less time than I thought it was going to take. In some ways, because our son so graciously volunteered to help us well yeah. i kind of asked him but he he but he was really really nice helped. matter of fact he wants to do more yeah he's gonna my so, studio is gonna get a new floor too well at least because we have extra left over yeah we have a few boxes left over and i think the not the whole studio but at least the part that you roll around on you know the only bad part about done. that is what? it's gonna cause an echo so i'm gonna have to figure out how to dampen the Sound. Do you really think it'll be? We'll see. We'll see. It will. It'll change the room dynamics. I just have to make sure. But you have the noise canceling curtains all around you. The noise canceling curtains. Yeah. Counseling. You come in and they go <laughs> canceling. I mean. How are you feeling about the noise level in your life? <laughs> well, curtains. <laughs> I, I meant feel canceling. Oh, canceling. Okay. Yeah. I've never never seen a curtain cancel. <laughs> 
sorry. The curtain counselor. I told you I was a bit tired tonight. Oh, you said you were loopy. A little loopy. A little loopy. So we had we've had this crazy busy week with we had two birthday parties that we put on. Um, our son's birthday was last Sunday, and my then oldest Friday, is twenty five. Yeah, and then your Friday, oldest is twenty five too. Isn't yeah, that amazing? Is that amazing? Since they're both our children, all three of them actually. Mm. Um, and then I got Friday, to do a fun. I got to do a really fun. I'm thing. not there yet. Okay. Friday mm. was our daughter's birthday. Yes, it was. And so she had a couple friends come over for our, to join our family get together. And then about, I don't know, eight or ten of them, they took two cars up to Seattle. A bunch of her college friends went to Seattle for the day. Mm-hmm. And then we had five girls, four girls plus our daughter, spend the night last night. Mm-hmm. And while they were in Seattle, what did you do? I, I got to be on a remote for the radio station. It was really fun. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, that's where you go to a business and or, you do a live, you do a live, semi-live remote from the place that's going on and they put it over the radio and then you know you tell people they can come win prizes and it was really cool because we Mm -hmm. got people to come in yeah and that was fun and and i got to meet some really neat people it was at a consignment shop Mm -hmm. a kind of a high-end it was nice it was nice they had usually how do i say it nicely my daughter loves going thrift store shopping and she likes find, finding vintage clothing that's kind of funky and fun. and But it always smells. But Yeah, and whenever I go into like thrift stores, odor. they kind of smell and they're really crowded and I get kind of claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. But this place, the lady who owns it feels the same way about it. <laughs> and so she... You wouldn't be able to tell it wasn't she, new. Yeah, it, it looked like a nice boutique. It was uh-huh. very open, very light. Um Real pretty wood floor. Everything was put out very Mm -hmm. tastefully. It wasn't overcrowded at all. And they had men's and women's clothing, and they had um, pet clothing, like uh, dog jackets. Mm -hmm. They were really cute, made out of fleece. Yeah. I almost got one for our dog. They had a pretty nice um, pet section, and we did get her a little bandana that was cute. Yeah, so she got a psychedelic bandana. Mm -hmm. And I got a new apron that was double-sided. She's wearing it right now. I got and a you got apron. an apron. My yeah. last so the money broke. that I got paid to do the remote, Amy basically spent well, at you, the store. Well, you got a bunch of stuff for. Oh a yeah, dog. my stuff was like four, and then four dollars, and then a dollar a piece for the catnip things for the cats. Well, just saying. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Who's messaging you? Oh, Jenny, um, West. She, she, and her husband are um, supporters of our podcast. Oh, they yeah, they are try awesome. Try to listen yeah. every week, and they're pastors in our area. Yeah, they're really cool. And um, I've been friends with Jed for. You were in a Christian band with Jed years and years before ago before Nathan was born. Yeah. So that's thirty so, years ago. Yeah, quite a while ago. Well, yeah, not so, thirty. We were married. Yeah, we were. So married. been about twenty eight so years 27, ago. Twenty seven, twenty eight years. Mm-hmm. Ago. Yep, you were in a band with Jed. So I did a remote for the radio station. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, I came home and uh, we worked some more. I think, didn't we finish the... F- no, what happened later on Saturday? Something. Oh, all I know is that I had sure. to study for my um, mm-hmm. sermon and get that all done. And then we went out early this morning and did the sermon at the church. And then we came back, got ready for the Super Bowl party, and then... We watched the Super Bowl, and after I was done crying, we came to do the podcast. <laughs> we didn't really cry, but we didn't have smiles on our faces. So. It's just sad when somebody gives away the Super Bowl. It's like, well, what? You know, one thing I have to say is the coach for the Seattle Seahawks, I've heard him say it um, at least once. I've, se- I've heard him say they... the word it many times. Okay, let me finish, dear. I've heard him say that they don't, they don't get on players for for making mistakes. So I bet they'll always, get on one now. They always have each <laughs> they other. They lost the stats. Super Bowl because okay. of one person. Well, honey, I don't think that that one person was the only one that came up with that play. They they talk yeah, with each other. Somebody's losing their job. I don't know, but I think so. <clears throat> I've heard him say though before that. When they make a bad play or they have a bad play somehow, they don't they yeah. don't okay. get down on Not each other. Not in the last thirty seconds of the Super Bowl. Wow. When you have Marshawn Lynch the beast mode. 
I yeah. That can averages four <laughs> yards per run. I think, and then they and don't we were use only him. like two yards away. Yeah, I, yeah. I was I, like, uh, okay, capital D. Oh wait a minute, I'm coming up with another letter U, and then H with an exclamation point. Well, duh. I think all of us that are armchair quarterbacks would yeah, agree well. that they should have given the ball to Marshawn. But there have been other times where they have made these crazy <coughs> plays that yeah. didn't really make sense, it and they proves, paid off. It just proves they weren't eating Skittles. And that's their that's their I, I don't know. Skittles are pretty bad for you, even though I ate some today too. I, you know, I was trying to support the beast. That sounds bad. You know, that didn't sound good in a no, Christian podcast. It didn't, did it? No. no. The beast. I'm going to quote you on that on Facebook. Yeah, I, I was trying to support the beast. <laughs> I met Marshawn. I actually wrote a note on my church. My church bulletin today when I handed my mom some Skittles and I wrote, go Marshawn. <laughs> and I handed her some Skittles. I think you like him too much. That's kind of scary to no, me. No, I just like the fact that what, he wins. What if I liked like a female sports person? Or like Captain Janeway or... No, Captain Janeway, she's not. Nah. Or, or Counselor Troy. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> But what if I was to like one and then talk about him all the time? And Honey, he's married. Write he's notes got a to family. your mom about her. And... I, I said, go Marshawn, because I had Skittles, and he's into Skittles. Okay. It makes sense. It's not that I have a crush on him. I was hoping okay. that he would help win the game man today. Man crush. You have a man crush? Not me. I don't have no oh. man crushes. No. We're, we're good, dear. She's nervous. She's pouring the rest of the seven up in the glass and going, go on, go on. <laughs> Move on. Move on. You you know you're my hunky man. I'm your hunky man? Yeah. This is too much information for people. <laughs> yeah, I just remember Rick and Amy. I'm her hunky man. <laughs> that's not... I, I'm probably more like your chunky man, but <laughs> that's beside the point. You're huggable. I'm huggable. <laughs> the other day, I was uh, in my office working on something, and I had to run to use the restroom, and I... Wanted to lock my door because people can walk right off the street into my office um, at uh, the church. Mm-hmm. So I bent down to, to uh, lock the door. And when I came up, I hit the corner of the shelf on my forehead and hit, smashed my glasses into my face. Mm-hmm. And thought I broke my glasses. I reached up to grab the glass because I It looks I was like you sure. got the white paint off, though. Yeah, I did, finally. Anyway, uh, put a big, a little well, not a big gash, but a little gash in my forehead. It's about a half inch or so wide. And what and was it, I saying that for? I'm not quite sure. I wasn't paying attention. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I came in and, and I thought, oh, this looks like a CSI crime scene because there's blood on the corner of the bookshelf. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> and much. And he had the ice pack on It's just head. a little bit embarrassing. But I had a great time uh, this morning at church, though. That was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Even though we all wore our Seahawk garb and it didn't do any good. Well, you know, it was a close game. I think they were pretty evenly matched, and it, I think it could have gone either way. Well, you know, I'm not really a we football fan. We were ahead. Fan. We were ahead. I'm not a first. football fan. You know that. I know. How many games? You can probably count on our hands how many times we've watched a football game together. I, I hate to say this, but we're kind of fair weather fans. Like, Yeah, we only, only go time, with it if they're winning. The only time we're really into That's the playoffs is if... If Seahawks are winning or if um, Mariners. Mariners are winning, that's that's about the only time. Yeah, other really than that, I don't really them. give a rip. I, I actually usually watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. Which, again, I have and to they, say. I have to say they weren't that good this year. Well, the one that's always good is. Budweiser. The Budweiser commercials no. are always the best because I love the horses. And there actually was one. The puppy there was the one horses. that was pretty good, the girl power one. That one was good, remember? Hmm. You don't remember the one when they said, um, um, what, what does it mean oh, to okay. run like a girl and all these but different wasn't things? Wasn't that for a feminine hygiene product or something? I think it was. Was it? Because it got to the end of the commercial. And, and it was for like tampons or something? <laughs> yes, which I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that, but you said Well, it. no, the, the commercial was great, though, because yeah. basically it said, since when does comparing somebody to a girl mean being a put-down? Well, and, and then they interviewed ladies that were like, no, I run like a girl. And they ran like they're really fast. And yeah. the other person, you know, it was all. 
well, it's all in your perspective, I and I thought when, it was really good. When I was in fifth or sixth grade, I was the fastest girl in my class, and I tied with the fastest boy. So I guess I should just say I tied for the fastest in my class in like fifth and sixth grade. Yeah. And then I got bigger hips in junior high and it slowed me down. But when I, I think it was the Thanksgiving Day Parade this last year, it was really cool because they had the national champions for the Little League um, baseball. Uh-huh. And um, the pitcher was a girl. That's awesome. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, and, and there's some girls that, I mean, they're just as tough as guys. And Well, that's why I like that commercial because yeah. it, it basically said, hey, wait a second. Don't be doing this stereotyping crud. Mm-hmm. But it was really well done. And then um, there was a couple of very serious ones that I thought were good, like domestic violence and <clears throat> a couple like that that were good. But then there were some funny ones. Mm-hmm. Like there was an insurance one that was funny. And, the, of course, I think the best one of all of them was the Brady Bunch commercial for Snickers. That was okay, but my favorite still, the one with the puppy and the um, the horses. Yeah. I, I'm a sucker for there horses. There was a really nice one about dads that was really nice. but uh, Those ones always get you. <sighs> you always get a little bit like... All right. Just shush. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> You, you know, it's really funny because a lot of times you don't seem real, like, real mushy, but then but then you are <laughs> when it comes to, like, your kids. And I remember the first time we watched um, um, Toy Story 3. Oh, my gosh. And our son was just graduating from from, no. com- from college or high school or both, I was actually. in a the movie theater crying like a baby. <laughs> like, it's okay to say that about babies, right? Because babies cry. Yeah, but anyway. And then the other one that was, we bought a zoo. Yeah. Gosh, that came out of left field on me. I didn't know what to do about it. And then when we lost our dog, that was. Yeah. I don't do well with that. And then we thought our cat was going to die. <laughs> it's bad. I don't know what's wrong with me, but. Well, that's good that you're tenderhearted matter of fact you did a message today about being tenderhearted and the funny thing is Mm. is on the powerpoint you had this scripture and it was an awesome scripture well and here's the problem i forgot to read it you forgot to read it and so i i you know being a good baptist girl i looked up the scripture and so (laughs) i went to bible gateway because i use my cell phone for my bible yeah if you ever want to go to a good place So I went to Head on Bi- over to BibleGateway.com yeah. and you can look up any scripture, and, anything from the Bible you and, want to. And it's just right about any different translation. Yeah, that's like cool. Five or ten translations if you want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, different takes on it. They even so, have a Star Wars translation. So I'm trying to find, maybe I, I went over it. In the beginning, God created the Death Star. <laughs> so I'm trying to find, um, so it was this really cool verse. And it was from Ezekiel. Um, I still have it here in my records. I think. Don't know the power of Christ. So it says, because this is February, and we're talking February. 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 And, and you're talking about the heart, and you know it's kind of a month we talk about Saint Valentine's Day and all that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you put this verse up, but didn't read it. And so I'm going to read it. And this is from the New Living Translation, because I kind of like it, because it's kind of like everyday talk. Ezekiel 36, Would that be the NLV? Nnlt. <laughs> New you can see I don't spell either. Okay. <laughs> okay. Watch so football it says, or spell. <laughs> it says, and I will give you a new heart, and I will put... A new spirit in you, and I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Mm. And I thought that that is such a cool verse, and you forgot to read it. Well, I started to intro it because I <laughs> yeah. said, you know, I, I told them we were in Ezekiel, and then I told them the verse, and then I was just about to read about the verse when I said, it's interesting that you would think that this is because somebody did something to... to um, get their heart right before God. But in fact, it was actually God wanting to um, have fellowship with his people. And they were just so off track 
that he just had to do it out of the kindness of his heart. It wasn't because anybody really wanted to follow God. He just decided he was going to take some people and get them to start serving him. And so he... Isn't that kind of the way it is a lot of the time? Because you you talked at the beginning of your message about Adam and Eve in a, a little bit. Yeah, and that's what I went into instead of going where I was supposed to go. Yeah, and but I think I know personally it's easy to get off track. It's easy to get distracted, you know, and get into our own lives and get too busy to to stop and think about God and and what God wants us to do. Well, there's this fallacy that's out there, and you know this is what we believe. So. I know some folks don't believe this, but um, there's a thing out there because because it's been ingrained in us from Disney movies to to science fiction movies to every the media everywhere we go. It's told us that our heart is good. That you know, follow down deep, you're basically heart. a good person. Listen right? to your heart. Follow your heart. But in fact, if you read the scripture, if you actually read the Bible, you'll find that it says that the heart is deceitfully wicked, and it's not. Uh, it's not until you activate the God part of your heart by receiving Christ or be, by acknowledging God. Um, it's not till then that your heart really takes on a new way of looking at things. And mm-hmm. and so when you say to somebody, you know, just follow your heart, a lot of people get messed up when they follow their heart because it's not the right way to go. Uh, because for whatever reason, it might be clouded by selfishness or... Hormones. It, or you could be hurt or <laughs> or you might have some baggage or whatever. Yeah. And then people that follow their heart that have that going on aren't going to go the right direction. And mm-hmm. so then they wonder why in the end, how come it didn't work out? God, why are you not doing that? Well, they weren't following God. They were following their heart. And you're supposed to follow God. Mm-hmm. And so I know some people disagree <laughs> with the fact that human beings are um, inherently evil. <laughs> Well, I, w- I don't know how to say it, but I guess that's the way you say it. Uh, some people think that we're good at our base, but I would have to challenge people to think about that for a moment because if you leave human beings in a room by themselves without some type of moral code or some type of direction, uh, something bigger than themselves, they are bound to devour each other Yeah. in a bad way. Well, then they wouldn't be alone in a room. But you mean... You know what I mean. I know what you mean, but... Hands off or whatever. Yeah. I And, you know, there was a, a TV show, and I couldn't watch it. It drove me crazy. But they had this utopia kind of TV show where they put these people on this property, and they had kind of a rough structure and a few things there to survive and they're supposed to be there for an extended period of time and mm-hmm. and um there was no rules and some people really believed in god other people didn't at all and there's just there's no um they they had to to come up with a society from scratch mm-hmm. and it kind of drove me crazy because they ended up arguing all the time i i only was able to watch like one or two shows and i'm going i can't do this anymore yeah and um yeah so i don't know i i think that you had a good message today and well it's funny in the middle of the message it's not really explained what's going on but i froze a uh two blocks of ice in the shape of a heart mm-hmm. and then i put them on display and then i was going to use a blowtorch to melt them Mm-hmm. But what happened was uh, when I put the one heart up there out of the ice chest and put it on there um, and started talking, I got all the way through right until I said, I can't even remember what the, I'll have to listen back, but the words I said, and all of a sudden the heart just shattered. Yeah, it just blew, it just exploded <clears throat> and it was just sitting there. No one was touching it and it just and everybody shattered just kind of all over the uh, place. each other like, whoa. It blew up and went whoosh all over. And the nice part was I had a backup. So I pulled the backup out, put that up, and it broke. Yeah. So I ended up uh, using the blowtorch on just shards of it. But uh, actually, the point when, was... Actually, when you put the shards together, it actually almost looked like the shape of an anatomically correct heart instead of like a cartoon heart. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice to know. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, <laughs> my message ba- was called, um, what was it called? Remember? Um, well, there's a picture, because I'm more of a visual person. It, the series is that, called Have a Heart. And it had a picture of fire. This one was called Frozen the Chosen, How to Unfreeze yeah. Your Heart. And it had a heart, and one side was ice, and the other side was fire. 
Right. Was a cool vision, vision, visionary. Visual. Visual. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so uh anyway so the message went well and i think it i think it relates to most people if they can you know like i say if you get past the whole part and you go okay all right <laughs> you know um there's the a, belief system a... that i'm coming at here is that um without god our heart can be wicked and deceitful but with god our heart can do a lot of really cool things and remember that god wants to give us a new heart and a new spirit and that he wants to take out the stony, stubborn parts and give us a tender, responsive, heart. flexible heart. When the, you know, it's like flexo heart, and it's so easy. Like you talk about, you know, in the message that it's so easy when things have hurt us to want to push everyone away. Yeah, and and yet we're not happy when we do that. Once we can get that healing in our heart and we can start embracing people again mm -hmm. and trusting again that's when we have joy and happiness yeah um but it takes time sometimes and you go through you you talk about some steps to get there yeah so it might help if you've ever been disappointed if you've ever been betrayed or you've had a situation where you just can't believe this is happening to you Maybe blame God for stuff. This is a good message for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I usually don't play my messages from the church services on the podcast, but every once in a while I do. My I wife thought, thought I should. Good one. I thought this is one that I think everyone, um, you know, if they're more than forty minutes old, <laughs> has, minutes old. has had. How old are you? I'm fifty-five minutes old. <laughs> well, I think everyone, you know after infancy at least um has had someone let them down and sure. it might be because of our own expectations or sure. it could be you know maybe you had realistic expectations but someone else is just mean you know that happens sometimes and um so how do we get past that how do we move on and get out of bitterness and get better so i think this is a good message well, thank you, Amy. You're welcome, dear. So shall we play it and then come back at the end? Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back after you listen to the message, and we'll close the podcast out. But uh, take a listen to my message. It's called The Frozen Chosen, How to Unfreeze Your Heart. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, today's going to be fun. Starting a brand new series today, all about our heart, called Have a Heart. Today's title is The Frozen Chosen, How to Unfreeze Your Heart. Wouldn't it be great if it was just as easy as taking meat from the freezer putting it in the microwave and hitting speed defrost. Wouldn't it be awesome if our cold, stubborn, icy hearts would melt in about 15 minutes? Oh, that'd be awesome. Microwave, that's what we like here in America. We are the microwave generation. We want everything to melt quickly. Long gone are the days when you would call home and say, whoever's at home, take such and such out of the freezer. We're going to have that for dinner tonight. Make sure it sets out so we can thaw it out. Now, we're so busy, we forget to thaw it out. And we just throw it in the microwave. It, it zaps it for, you know, however long. And then we've got the stuff ready to go. But how many know that's just not the same as when it just melts like it's supposed to? Ezekiel 36, interesting set of scripture here. Um, I was reading through and, and I love what it has to say, but I was surprised at the context in which it is said. I always, for some reason, all through Bible school and different things that I did, I, I always thought that there was some type of thing that people did in order for God to do this for them. But what I found in this particular passage of scripture that we'll find is that um, God just really wanted... To have fellowship with his people. It wasn't because the people were so good that he did this for them. He just really cared about people. And I'm so glad because I don't know about you, but I'm inconsistent. 
Anybody just super Christian every day of your life? If you raise your hand, I'll do a sermon on liars next week. Because <laughs> nobody is. Not that we don't love God and we don't make an attempt, but I'm inconsistent. I know you are. I know we all are because we're human beings. And the heart, believe it or not, people, you hear a lot about the heart nowadays. Just follow your heart. That's what I do. Follow after what your heart says, son. It's your heart. Guess what? I got news for you. The heart is deceitful and wicked. Not the greatest news to hear, huh? Doesn't doesn't make give you fuzzy, warm feelings when you hear it. Guess what? Left alone to our devices, without God, our heart is wicked. It's been proven time and time again. Just look at history. Left alone to man's own devices, men and women, we will sin, we will do bad stuff. Our hearts are not the best thing to follow. Who's the best to follow? His name is Jesus. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden when we decided it would be okay for us to see what was right and wrong and take that out of God's hands. I know we'll eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because it looks good to taste. And, and that serpent, he's kind of cool. That snake told us it was okay. And the only reason God doesn't want us to eat of this tree is because if we do, we'll be like him. And he doesn't want anybody to be like him. So it looks good. I bet it tastes good. Let's try it. Crunch. Hey, what's up, husband of mine? Have a bite. Okay. Crunch. Boom. And here we are. The heart is wicked without God. But our natural physical heart is really, really important. If we didn't have it, we wouldn't be here. It pumps blood to all the parts of our body. But our spiritual heart provides passion for the spirit of a person. There's something about the heart, not the physical heart, but the spiritual heart, that is important. There's something about reviving a heart that causes good things in our, in our lives. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. But the heart left on its own is deceitful and wicked. Jeremiah 17 says, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things. And desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Oh my. Our hearts really aren't that great without Jesus. It'll always be selfish. It'll always look out for its own pleasures and purposes. In fact, if you read the love chapter in the Bible, anybody know where that's at? It's in 1 Corinthians chapter what? Does anybody remember? 13, that's right. If you read that and you read through it and just put opposite in there, that's our heart without God. Don't follow your heart unless you're submitted to Jesus. There you go. That's, that's it. Thanks, everybody. No, I'm just joking. Proverbs chapter 13 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Now, a lot of us have, at times, a cold heart. We go through seasons when the heart is colder and sometimes it's warmer. Have you ever noticed that? Sometimes you feel really close to God and other times you just don't. Sometimes you feel distance. That's when faith really has to kick in. But you know what causes the heart to freeze up? It's called disappointment. How many have ever been disappointed? Boy, it's not very fun when you get disappointed, is it? And, and what happens is our heart, it, it freezes up. It gets, it gets really cold. I brought with me a little uh, pickle jar and a uh, bucket here. Or what is that? A bowl. Thank you very much. 
But I brought with us a heart today. And this heart, I hope will stay. Our hearts get cold, they get frozen through disappointment through life. And how many have ever had that situation happen where you've been cruising along, everything's been going well, and then all of a sudden, it just feels like the rug is pulled out from underneath you, and then you were really doing well with God, everything was going great, you were praying, you were helping people, you were, you were looking out uh, for others, and then all of a sudden, something happens, and, all, and then you get introspective, and you start to get depressed, and you think, where's God? And your heart starts to get cold and frozen. Betrayal is one of the biggest things that can make our heart cold. We can feel, yes, sir? Uh, well, hopefully it will. And I'll show you how we're going to melt it here in a moment. Okay? All right. Betrayal. When you, when you have somebody that's close to you, and then all of a sudden, they weren't as close as you thought they were. Or they're a family member, or worse yet, maybe a spouse. And they do something that is just, what in the world? The heart can start to get cold, start to freeze up. How about this? Another thing that causes a heart to get cold, politics. Now, I'm not talking about politics like vote for the president. I'm talking about politics in life, at the job, at church. Amy and I know what it's like to have our hearts get hurt. Over things in a church. Of all the places you think you should be safe. Shouldn't church be one? Guess what I got news for you. When there's people together. There's going to be problems. There's also going to be great things that happen too. But sometimes politics go on at work. At church. At a, a community group. Whatever. And then all of a sudden you can go. Uh, and it changes the way you think. Changes the way you do things. Changes the way you feel about people. Doesn't it? It gets cold and frozen like that. How about this one? Tragedy. When you least expect it, something horrible happens. And then it's like, where is God? What, what's he doing here? And the heart begins to get cold. And pretty soon your question, it's not, it's not God help me through this. It's God, why'd you do this to me? Of course, it's the wrong statement to make because it's not God doing it to us. But we'll say that because we've got to explain it somehow. Tragedy is bad. It's hard. Or about how about this one? The biggest one of all that causes our heart to be frozen. What, and we saw this in Proverbs. Hope deferred. It's unrealistic expectations. Now, we don't like to hear, the, we don't like to hear this preaching here because... Sometimes it's not the other person that causes us the problem. It's what we expected from them that does. Boy, they were supposed to do this, and they were supposed to do this, and they were going to make it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're pointing fingers at somebody when it was our expectations that got dashed, and our hearts begin to get frozen. I had a friend in high school. He was a great guy. We, we were super good friends. And graduated from high school, first year of college, and we were talking and everything. And one day, out of the blue, I just didn't understand what was going on. He said, Rick, I, don't, I just don't even want to be friends with you anymore. I, I'm done. You know, we had been friends for a long time. And what he, in his head, he thought a certain way that what, what I should be like. How I should be there when he called or when this certain thing was going on, I should be there. And, and on and on and on and on. He had all these expectations I didn't know anything about. Couldn't fulfill them. Couldn't even try, really. They were unrealistic. And as a result of it, I lost my friend. Not because I wasn't a good friend, but I wasn't the friend that he was looking for. He was looking for something that was unrealistic. It wasn't going to be met by a human being. And this is why we have relationship problems in the world today. People go out after looking for that perfect person. And they don't find them. Or when they do find somebody they think is perfect, they get married to them and they're divorced within a year. Because why? Unrealistic expectations. They don't fulfill them. Guess what? The only one that can fulfill our heart is Jesus Christ. Not saying that we can't love somebody. Not saying that we shouldn't have relationships. But... 
They need to be realistic. We have to remember that not, no person will ever meet our entire need. God is the only one that can do that. Now, He will use people. But our faith and our trust in God is what really matters. So, these things can freeze our hearts. They can cause us to be numb. Have you noticed that? Wow. Now we have a broken heart. Wow. Well, now, can I, can I, can I get one of you guys to come up here and pick some of that up for me? Good thing I brought a backup. That was pretty awesome, though. And I didn't even cue it, man. I'll tell you what. Thank you, God. What's that? Oh, there's a, a little hard there. Okay, just put it right in the bucket there, or the, the I, I can't, bowl. It's a bowl. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. We're hoping it's going to survive through the part where we get to melt it. All right, go ahead and have a seat. Thanks, guys. You guys are great. Did they bring any more backups? There's no more backups. We're going to go with, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that one might work if you got a paper towel. Of course, I busted the last one. Oh, my goodness. This is like adventure, isn't it? Don't break yet. Hold on, man. It snapped, didn't it? Okay, I think we're going to have to... Um, I don't know if we can glue that together. I don't think glue, they, they don't do that. Well, maybe, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe it'll sit in there if we put the paper towel around the bottom. What do you think? Okay, let's try it. Making funny noises now, isn't it? There we go. sure that your lungs are clear. I'm going to have to have one chunked Oh, man. Can you try, try this one? All right, let's just save it at that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Very nice. Excellent. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say never. It is twisting. Okay, all right, all right. Let's say this is a heart. <laughs> so here we go. Four things that kickstart our heart or melt our heart back into the heart that it's supposed to be. One that is warm. Thank you. You're awesome. One that is warm. One that is pliable in the hands of the Lord. Psalm 34 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. <laughs> Go figure, huh? And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. So, we need to delight ourselves in the things of the Lord, in Jesus. And he will then give us the desires of our heart. So the first thing we need to do is pray and ask God, to help us. All right. See, this is why one some ice left. If I can. You knew it, didn't you? Don't worry, I'm safe about it all. All right. Can you still hear me? All right. So the very first thing we need to do is pray and ask God for help. That's the very first thing we should do anytime that we're having heart issues. So we, we pray and we say, God, I can't do this on my own. I need your help. And look what starts to happen. Oh, yeah. 
It's got a neat little flame there. It starts to, oh, you can't see this, or maybe you can, but my, it's just melting like crazy. A lot of water going down in the jar there. Well, there you go. Yeah, isn't that cool? So it melts our heart when we pray and we ask God. You know what it says when we pray? It says, I can't do it on my own. I need you, God. It's the most humble thing you can ever do is to pray. Because it says, I can't do this on my own. I need Jesus. So that's the number one thing. Second, one of the keys to melting a cold heart is to forgive those that betrayed us. Now, I know that doesn't sound very fun. But just as I read that, that, that uh, scripture, the Lord's close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. It may hurt now, but you know what? If you don't forgive, your heart will never melt. It just stays frozen. A lot of times the person that's hurt us just goes on, doesn't even realize they hurt us. Doesn't care. And we're the ones that are still getting the damage when we don't forgive. And our heart just keeps us frozen up. How many of you notice it's hard to love people when you're bitter? It's not easy to do. You know what somebody told me one time? You know the real key is? You really want to forgive somebody? Pray for them by name. And not pray that like bricks fall on them or something. But literally pray God's blessing over them. Use the scripture. Pray God's blessing. Lord, I pray today for so-and-so. Yeah, I know I got a problem with them. But I'm asking you, God, to bless them today. Help them see their life in the way that you want them to see it. Bless them. Help them financially today, God. Let their bills be paid. You start praying for them like that, and you know, pretty soon, your heart's not all seized up anymore. It kind of starts to expand. All oh, the best feeling in the world is when you have a Charlie horse. No, not, not the Charlie horse. It's when it lets go. Oh, phew. You finally can breathe easy. It doesn't hurt anymore. That's exactly what happens when you forgive people. And your heart begins to melt. It looks more like a... Well, I don't even know what it looks like now, but it's kind of cool. An iceberg? An iceberg, yeah. Isn't blue water red? Do you see that it looks clear? It does. It looks like it's up there. Starting to feel better. All right, how about the third thing we can do to unfreeze our heart is instead of letting tragedy define us, we should let tragedy be a springboard instead of a shovel. How many of us have ever had a, a tragedy happen and we just let it bury us? Am I the only one? Yeah, I figured most of us have. What if we, instead of let it bury us, what if we took our time to grieve like we were supposed to and to pray and to get peace with God what if we let it be a springboard? Okay, this very thing that happened to me that the devil wanted to knock me out with, I'm going to use it as a springboard to bring glory to God. The Bible says in John 14, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you peace as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Use that tragedy as a springboard and I've seen this happen over and over and over. People that have been in abusive situations, instead of letting it define them, they take that and they become an advocate for those being abused. They, and they go to work trying to stop it and helping people. They use it as a springboard for a brand new ministry to come into place. It's getting good. Yeah, I just don't want to break the glass. I wish I would have had video of that breaking now. That would be cool. Okay, last thing we can do to unfreeze our heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will, he will direct your path. Or, some translations say, make your path straight. You know, that if the road from Aberdeen to Raymond were straight, I'd get to church in about 10 minutes. You think about that about life. How many of us go around all these curves and corners because we won't get our heart right before the Lord? We won't trust in Him to bring us our desires of our heart. We won't 
trusting Him with everything we've got. When, if we did, we'd get there in 10 minutes. Instead of, well, it depends on how fast you drive, but you can get here in about 35 if you really press it. Don't tell me anybody else tell me you got here faster than that. I don't want to know. But look at that. Amazing how that works. We should put our trust in the Lord, not in men, not in women, not in a church, not in an organization, not in a TV program or football team. No offense. But we really need to put our trust in the Lord. Man will always disappoint. They could even be the best person ever. We've been married almost 29 years, and I think my wife's the best person ever. But guess what? Sometimes I still disappoint her. Sometimes she disappoints me sometimes. I don't want to say that too loud because she, I'm the one that does worse than she does. What? Don't cook meat. She, she treats me like a god. And she serves me burnt offerings. <laughs> Let's keep this on now. But the whole, the whole point is, we're supposed to be trusting the Lord. We put our trust in Him. And, you know, men and women will disappoint us. They certainly will, won't they? That doesn't mean we don't trust them. It doesn't mean that we don't have relationships. That means that we guard our heart and let God be the one that we put our full trust in. You know, long after other people have disappointed and moved on, God, uh oh. Went the wrong way. I'll just keep this out here. I don't want to burn the pulpit down. There we go. Trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make our path straight. Let's pray. Lord, we don't want to have a frozen heart. And there's several of us in this place that have experienced it over and over in our life. And God, you're the only one that can melt our heart. You're the one that cares. You're the one that knows us better than we know ourselves. Lord, we pray that we would not continue to let our heart be cold because of betrayal or politics or tragedy or unrealistic expectations. Lord, we pray that you would help us to have a, a heart that is moldable by you. And so, God, we ask for your help. That's the first thing we do. We ask for your help to kickstart our heart. God, bring the paddles and, and, and jumpstart us, Lord, that we might live for you. Help us to forgive those that have hurt us. And that have maybe, maybe even unintentionally done something. And we've just held the bitterness. God, we want to release that to you. God, we've all been through rough stuff. But help us not be defined by the things that have happened to us. But by the things that you've done to bless us. Help us to use the tragedy as a springboard, God. To advertise faith in you. And then last but not least, Lord, help us to trust you. Give us grace in our relationships and teach us how to be a good friend or a good spouse, good worker, good fellow person in the congregation, a good friend. Help us, Lord, to be like that, but let us trust you with our whole heart. And we do that today, Lord. We offer up our hearts to you. God, we don't want to have a cold, icy heart. We want to have a melted heart, pliable in your hands. Now, if you're listening to this sermon either online or here in the church, and you're, you feel like your heart is cold, I would love to pray with you. You know, it just takes a moment to acknowledge God. That very first step of praying and asking the Lord to help. I would love to do that with you today. If you're here, uh, I'll meet you right here. Um, after we have communion today, you can come right up and I, I'd love to pray with you if you need that. You don't have to come up and pray with me. You can pray right where you're at. God always listens, always knows.
and always wants us to communicate. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, to shed his blood, and to take our place. Thank you, Lord, that you've forgiven us, that our sins have been forgiven by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor now. Unfreeze our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. And there you go. Very good. Your mom even thought it was good. Yeah. Your mom goes to college. No, my mom never went to college. That's from Napoleon Dynamite. I know, but... Um, <gasps> no, my mom was the generation that... Do your chickens have large talons? Graduated in the beginning of June and got married in the middle of June from high school. She graduated from high school. So you thought the message is okay? Yeah, I like the message today. And I think if you were to watch it, it would even be more exciting because of the blowtorch and the ice and The blowing up ice and, sculptures. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. So you just have to use your imagination. I even had a welder's helmet with me. Yeah, my mom. Did anybody is. think to pick to take pictures? I didn't think to take any yeah. pictures. All right. And it was so cute because my mom, you know, she she grew up during the depression and she's um you don't need frugal. Yeah. But it was cute. She well she just asked if you bought the helmet. <laughs> And I said, no, she borrowed it from Andrew. <laughs> and I just don't go down to the local hardware shop. Can I buy a welder's helmet, please? <laughs> and I need a blowtorch. We already had the blowtorch. <sighs> I don't know why we had the blowtorch, but we already had one. Oh, we've used it for plumbing and different things oh, over the probably. years. probably. Yeah. 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 Oh, probably when our, our pipes froze or something. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Fun. Still got to fix one of our pipes. Yeah, from last winter it froze. Be nice to get it fixed. Yeah, we had to just cap it off. But we've been having <laughs> weird weather. Yeah, yeah, but you know we're, we're kind of blessed. Um, back east, I've heard they had like ten feet of yeah, snow in crazy some places. Over, there. over and, here, our flowers are blooming. Yeah, we have daffodils blooming. It's crazy. So weird. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. Yeah. So okay, well there you go. Now, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we went? Um, not that I can think of right now, but, um, we're hoping to get some time now that you're done with that big monster. Yeah, I finally finished the big music project. So. He had a huge, huge mu music project that he thought was going to take one month and it took like three. Yeah. So he's got that one done. So hopefully we can, um, nail down a time to do some brainstorming for the podcast maybe get some interviews i like doing interviews sure sure it just kind of well i'll have more changes time, yeah. things up and it, the other part was too they doubled my hours at the radio station so that's a, a lot yeah. more time out of the house uh, initially rick was gonna just work two afternoons a week at the radio station um just kind of as fill-in um so people could take vacations right and, and then, um, <laughs> and then two of the full time people. There's, there's no, they weren't full time. Well, one, one of them was full time, and one was part time. Yeah. Two of them gave their notice and have since moved to different areas. So. Yeah, so then they kind of put me into the so, slot to fill so in. So now there's really only two people working. Well, we have three working at it right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but it's been busy. Yeah, so I've just had a lot more things going on. It's can't do everything. Yep, and then the church, too. Yeah, so, yeah. And your business. I've got that pretty well down. I got my hours figured out for that, and mm -hmm. I'm able to keep that up well. The 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 loop that threw me was having more hours at the <coughs> church. And that project. And then that giant, keep going, yeah. that giant music project. So you did 20... Six history songs? Well, I did right. 24 history songs, and then I did then eight, eight Latin, Latin songs, songs, and then I did um, a set of um, five weeks. So it would be a set of six different songs, or no more than that. It was this mammoth <coughs> timeline that had 60 different things for the timeline, and then you had to... Right put it in different sections and different Correct. kinds of music and right. each section and it, it was, was a big deal a big big project so 
Um, you're kind of glad you're done, done with no, it. No, I am glad. <clears throat> Not kind of. Yeah. <laughs> It's and I'll like, probably, again, next time, this next year, I'll probably be doing another one, so. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's a big project, so. <clears throat> so, people, you can pray for us mm-hmm. by, uh, I've got to get my taxes ready to go so that we can get all of our IRS stuff done by the by tax time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we'll just shoot on into what God has for us, so. Yep. You never know. So there you go. Okay. And I asked one time before and you didn't really say anything else you want to say? Um, well, just you can, for those that are praying people, if you want to pray for our son, Andrew, he just finished a big project, three-year job um, building pontoons. And um, he's almost done with his apprenticeship training for the union. Mm-hmm. And he would like another good job. So, yeah. And we would like them to be around yeah, this as, area. As much as I really like him going antsy and doing stuff for us i you know and we I'm, want him to be able to do his career. heart wants him to have you know his good empo- good yeah. employment and to yeah. move on so god's will for andrew's life and yeah a good job would be good okay so yeah. all right my dear would you like to um i already prayed with everybody on okay. my during my message so go ahead i'll tell everyone how you can get a hold of us um we love hearing from everyone we um, do we love it and you can get a hold of us either at rick at takenwithyou.com or amy at takenwithyou.com. Also, um, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. Come and join our happy throng. <laughs> yeah. So this has been fun and hopefully we can have some time to plan out some more fun if you have any ideas for us of things that you'd like to hear people yeah, would like us to, to interview want to be on the program give us a little note yeah um so this has been a moyer multimedia llc production copyright 2015 all rights reserved very nice my dear Okay. Hopefully we'll see y'all, hear y'all. Y'all. See y'all, hear y'all. Next week. Hopefully we'll be back. I think we will now that we don't have everything going on. So, So, All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the program. We will see you next time for another exciting episode of Take Take Him him With You. Time left today. Yeah.